March 14th, 2022. And I'm just checking in on you. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Next week's spring break. I know you're all excited for that. Which brings me to the show updates and the plans for the rest of the semester. I'll, uh, sometime this week, I'll record the next episode. And the show will still be coming out on Monday. But uh, I want to record it a couple days earlier than I normally do. Because I'll be going out of town for spring break. So the show should remain on schedule. But uh, after we get back from spring break, uh, what the plan is is to have some guests in studio, a.k.a. just one of the study rooms in the library where no one else is at. But uh, my guests are going to be, if any of you uh, had the unfortunate experience of listening to the BS Super Show back in the day, it, uh, it was a show that uh, I produced and recorded for Audio One. And that show was just a total cluster. Pretty much the only requirement was get it to an hour. And I could do that. But if you ever uh, did listen to the show, you know my guests, quote-unquote guests, they were always on the show. But, uh, the guys I had were, but the guys I had on the show were Mr. Casey Smith, Mr. Cody Wood, and Mr. Pablo Chacon. And the plan is I'm going to have one of the – the plan right now is I'm going to have one of those guys on the show leading up to the 10th episode. So one episode will be Casey, one episode will be Cody, one episode will be Pablo. And then on the 10th episode, it will be all four of us, kind of a BS Super Show reunion. And I just pray to God that it doesn't get out of hand like it did back in the day. Because some of those episodes, I mean, we just went completely off the rails. There were some episodes where I thought we did fine. And then there were other episodes where I, oh my God, I can't use any of this. Just the stuff we were talking about. And so I had to dig from like two weeks worth of like recordings that I just scrapped because we didn't have time. And just put them in the show instead of all the stuff we talked about. Because at times it just got to be a total mess. And I don't think anybody listened to the sh- and I don't think anybody listened to the show anyway. Uh, if they did, I think it was Mr. Roberts was the one that I was sending the show to. And then whoever was the head of Red Wolf Radio. And then probably some poor African child in like Ghana that was picking it up off their iPhone 3. And that's who my base audience was. So <laughs> uh, I hope this time it actually goes smoother. I mean, looking back, just thinking about some of those episodes that we recorded, is I think the, the scary part was most of the stuff we said, none of us were under the influence of anything. We were all sober, and we were just saying the most ridiculous things. Like, we really should have gotten kicked off the air for some of the episodes I turned in. Because the show came out, like, right before COVID hit. And all we would do is, like, joke around and talk about COVID like it was nothing. And we would just make insensitive remarks about 
people and things. And it was four of us jammed into one of the K labs too, so we're just like piled up like shrimp, and we're stealing the mic from each other. And you can like actively hear like the cranks and the mic, like 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 all this, and like the creaks of our chairs and all that. So you can audibly hear all that stuff in the show. Right, like it wasn't well produced at all. So now, hopefully, with a little more experience, we can uh, actually turn out a quality episode and just get together for old time's sake and just talk about whatever comes to mind. But yeah, that's the plan for the rest of the semester. Uh, hopefully, you all have a good spring break. So, without further ado, let's get on with the podcast. All right, guess who's back? Back again. Brady's back. Tell a friend. Did you see where Tom Brady's coming out of retirement? I mean, you knew he couldn't stay away, right? He probably got one good look at his calendar and realized he had another parent-teacher conference coming up, and he was like, screw this. I'm going back to playing football. (laughs) This life is boring. So, yeah, Darth Vader's coming back to the NFL to terrorize us once more. But uh, he's not going back to reunite with Emperor Palpatine in New England. He's going back to the Buccaneers. So, so who knows? Maybe he wins another Super Bowl this coming season and then decides to do the John Elway, Peyton Manning retirement and go out after that. Hopefully. I mean, Tom Brady is a big part of my childhood, but it, it's time for him to move on. I'm ready to see something else besides him in the Super Bowl. But it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I want to I want to know if he's going to pull like a Brett Favre and just retire five or six times and then decide, you know, I changed my mind. I'm going to come back and play. And then it'll take some like catastrophic injury for him to finally retire. That's how Brett Favre retired. He retired after he got, like, five concussions in one season. And he was only, like, 41 when he was playing. Tom Brady's, like, 45 now. And, uh, you know, I just thought of, like, pull up, like, side-by-side pictures of Tom Brady and Brett Favre. And Tom Brady's 45, and he looks like he hasn't aged a day. Meanwhile, Brett Favre was playing with, like, gray hair in his 30s, but he just looked like a grandpa on the football field. Brett Favre looked like he was legit playing in his 70s. But uh, Tom is aging like fine wine, so he'll probably, he's probably going to be like LeBron and want to play with his son, if his son's even into football. Uh, Brady will be either handing the ball off or throwing touchdown passes to his son. It'll be a sweet father-son moment to see. And then when the game's over, like after a big win, that's when they just start making out on the 50-yard line. <laughs> Y'all remember that? There was like a Tom Brady documentary that was just like showing his life. They played it on like Facebook, and one of the big takeaways that people got from it was there was this one part of like one episode, and his son came into the room while he was getting massaged, laying down like – I don't know if he was completely negative, but he definitely had his shirt off on a massage table. He's getting massaged by his therapist. And his son just comes into the room and just wanting 
I guess just wanted to talk to his dad, I guess. And one of the big takeaways <clears throat> from that scene was that uh, Tom Brady kissed his son on the mouth while he was getting massaged by another man. And, uh, yeah, yeah, the optics of that were just not, not good. Not good, Tom. Uh, you know, for being one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, you think of situational awareness? You know, you would think in his mind, he would think, you know what? Kissing my son on the lips while I'm half naked getting massaged by another man, probably not the best look I want to pull off right now. Like, wouldn't you think that? Is Tom Brady, I wonder if he's a part of the QAnon conspiracy. Maybe he's eating children and turning into, like, lizard people at night. But, yeah, Tom's making an epic comeback, and uh, I just got to admit, I'm not really interested. I'm ready to move on. Because at least back in the day, I guess I wasn't a fan of Tom Brady, but at least it was fun to watch him, like, play against Peyton Manning. He had a great foil in Peyton, and they were just constantly battling each other, trying to outdo one another. That was fun to watch. Now, there, he doesn't really have that. There's no one that's just on his level, in his age range, whatever you want to distinguish it by. Like, Peyton's gone, Drew Brees is gone, Big Ben's gone, like, all the stuff he, all the all the players he used to play against are now retired. And so now he's just going up against younger guys. And it's just, it's not that interesting to me. You know, I want to see the young guys play against the young guys. I want to see Patrick Mahomes play, uh, who's good? Justin Herbert. They played twice a year because they're in the same division. Those are fun games to watch. You know, I want to see Mahomes and Josh Allen. Let that be the new Peyton Manning rival. Let that be the new Peyton Tom rivalry. The NFL's already trying to push it that way. You know, Deshaun Watson, sex pest Deshaun Watson, he's getting looks at teams. He's not facing criminal charges anymore, so now it's safe for teams to pick him up. That just goes to show you, like, you can be the biggest dirtbag in the world, but as long as you have talent, you'll always have a job in any sports organization. Right? It's, that's why I don't listen to the people that say that Colin Kaepernick isn't playing in the NFL because of the whole kneeling for the anthem protest that he was doing. But no, he just wasn't that good. And this is proof positive as to why that he's not in the NFL right now. Because Deshaun Watson actually had rape accusations against him. And there were still teams that were looking to sign him. Can't we just all agree? Like, putting your personal politics aside, can we all agree that rape is significantly worse than kneeling for the national anthem, right? But Deshaun Watson's a good quarterback. And so... There are teams that want to try him out and see if what he's got. Kaepernick kind of showed his hand. He had a few good years under Jim Harbaugh, and then once Jim Harbaugh left for Michigan, then Kaepernick started sucking. And he never really recovered from it. 
So if Kaepernick wants to be accepted back in the NFL, I guess he's just going to have to start being a complete scumbag towards women. Maybe get a drinking and driving arrest. I don't know. Whatever you got to do to be a complete scumbag. Maybe hit some poor old lady with his car. I don't know. Whatever you got to do to be a, a total just degenerate scumbag like most NFL players. If he does all that, then maybe he'll have a shot playing for the New York Giants this season. Who knows? But, uh, what was I talking about before? Oh, yeah, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's coming in. Sorry. My mind keeps freaking wandering. Uh, yeah, Brady coming back is, all right, we'll see how he does. Uh, yeah. I really don't have any more to say. It's the same song and dance I've seen over and over. You know what I mean? I'm waiting for a new show to come on. So hopefully Mr. Brady will have a season that he's satisfied with. And we can all... And then afterwards he can go back into retirement. And spare us all from having to watch him in the Super Bowl ever again. Alright, let's, let's move on. For the NFL and the show, I'm tired of talking about this, so let's move on to another topic. Let's see what we got here. Uh, oh, yeah, I saw the new Batman movie this weekend. There's something we can talk about. Or at least I was physically there to see it. I don't really remember much of it because uh, I had a few too many drinks before the movie. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, I went and saw it Saturday night, and uh, I went right after I got off work at like 5, and I went to the old theater, I didn't go to the one on Hilltop, I went to the old theater, and uh, I haven't been there since they did like the renovations to it and everything, so I get to the theater, and the uh, it's like, I don't know, like 5.15 when I get to the theater. And the only available showings they have is for like 7, 7.20, whatever it was. And so I was like, well, what am I going to do for like two hours? And then part of the renovations they did was they put like this bar and restaurant inside the movie theater. And so I was like, eh, I'll just go have a few drinks before the movie. And I kept telling myself, you're going to have one. One. I was going to have one and then just nurse it. Alright, and then be fine for the rest of the movie. That way I'm not drunk while watching the movie. And then I ordered a, a whiskey sour. And as soon as that drink touched my lips, I was like, oh no, this is too good. I'm going to have to get more. They were in tiny glasses and I was just really enjoying the drink. So one led to two, two led to three. I can't remember if I ordered a fourth one or not, but it was definitely at least three whiskey sours I drank before the movie. And I got really bad ADHD. If you've ever listened to this show, you can tell. But when I'm drunk, it's just magnified times ten. Yep. So now it's time for the movie to start. I go in the theater. Now they got recliners. And I'm just thinking, I'm about to pass out while I'm watching the movie. And normally I hate going to the movie theater anyway, just because I'd rather watch a movie at home where I'm not being disturbed by other people's cell phones and 
people munching on popcorn right next to my ear. Right, so I'm a place that I don't really like to be, and I'm a little drunk, but at least they're trying to make me comfortable, right? And so the movie starts, and whenever uh, uh, Robert Pattinson, he plays the new Batman, whenever he would come on the screen, I would just immediately start thinking about, like, the original Twilight movies. For some, I've never seen any of them, but I remember, like, the commercials as a kid when they would come on. And I would just be like, oh, that's the vampire guy from Twilight. Uh, and then I'd start thinking about vampires, and then for some reason my mind went to, like, thinking about uh, Hotel Transylvania, like the Adam Sandler cartoon movies that he makes. Just all this weird stuff. Like, you think my mind just jumps to weird places when I'm sober? Just get me a few drinks and just watch. It's like It's like a show almost, just to see where I'll go. Uh, but it was like that all throughout the entire movie. And then one of the bigger ones was uh, towards the end of the movie, uh, they uh, unmasked, or I guess, I don't remember what happened, but for some reason the Riddler was out of his mask. And the actor that they got to play the Riddler had, like, these huge glasses and bowl cut, and for some reason I just looked at that actor and I'm like, he reminds me of John Denver. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the country music singer. And then as soon as I thought that, Take Me Home Country Roads just started playing in my mind. And it was just, that's all I could think about after that was just John Denver's classic hits while Robert Pattinson is beating up bad guys. Yeah. Take me home, country roads. I am vengeance. To the place I belong. You know, stuff like that. And then when the movie was over, it was like 10.30 when I got out of the theater. And then it just popped in my mind, like, oh, crap. We were losing an hour of sleep tonight. So, like, daylight savings when you're hammered is just not fun. So, yeah, that was my Batman experience. Uh, it was all right, I guess. I should probably go see it again and uh, not have a few drinks before. But uh, I might go with a few friends, if that's the case. But uh, now that I'm thinking, I do have a minor gripe with the movie. And that's, uh, I, I think the Batman is just a little outdated. Because they're making, it's, they're supposed to be a superhero movie. Right? Batman's supposed to be a hero. But at no point in the movie did I ever see him get on TikTok. He claims to be a hero, but I don't ever see him get on TikTok. Not once in the movie do we ever see him do like the Adam West dance from the TV show. You know, and put it on an app that rewards idiotic behavior. No, none of that happened in the movie, so that's a little unrealistic. <laughs> you know, the real heroes are like the nurses in the maternity wards who are making TikToks. You know, the real heroes are like the nurses in the maternity wards who are making TikToks when they uh, should be delivering your baby. Hey, my grandpa's on a ventilator in the next room. He's dying of COVID. His last dying wish is he wants his applesauce. Can you go get it for him? Sorry. We got to make a video of us doing the Charleston and put it on Instagram. 
I don't know why I thought of that. I was just looking through my old TikToks the other day, and I just stumbled across one of those, and it was just it put me in a foul mood. But I guess we can criticize those people now, now that uh, COVID is no longer a hot button issue, because I haven't seen anything in the news about COVID in a while, and none of my my friends have just completely stopped talking about it. So I guess I guess it's still here. It's probably like the flu now. I don't know, is it safe to say that maybe the way this whole virus was handled probably wasn't done in the best way? You know, shutting down the world economy, telling people to stay home, can we at least agree in hindsight that wasn't the best thing for people's mental or physical health? Is it safe to talk about that? Because before you'd get banned for saying it. But if you said that... And if you said it, people would get mad at you. And it was, it was COVID survivors. Those are the – before I get on a tirade right here, I just want a disclaimer. COVID is real. Not saying that you can't get seriously harmed from it. I don't know how I haven't gotten it, but I, I know people that have gotten it. Like my dad got it, and it screwed him up for like two weeks. Fatigue, he couldn't move anywhere for two weeks. All his taste was all screwed up. I don't think he lost his sense of smell. But I'm glad he survived and I'm I'm glad I'm glad anyone survived COVID. I feel sad that people died from this virus and I'm I'm glad that there are people that survived. But one of the side effects from surviving this thing is that you gotta act like a complete freaking moron. Cause I had this one lady come into work the other day. And uh, for some reason, she just wanted to talk to me, and she somehow we got on COVID, and she just started talking about how COVID, how she got COVID, how it messed her up, and how nobody in the history of the world could ever relate to how to how bad this virus would make you feel, right? Not AIDS, not cancer, not those pussies with ALS. Nobody will understand how hard it is to beat COVID. And then I just started talking to her again. I was like, well, I know a bunch of people that got it. I might have had it. I don't remember. I got really sick uh, around March. I had all the symptoms. I had uh, fatigue. Uh, I had soreness, tightness of the chest. Uh, I don't know about my loss of smell, but my taste was all screwed up. And she, she just looked at me and was like, no, you would have had it. You would have known had you had it. Right? This isn't even a disease that came from nature. This is a bioweapon that leaked from a lab. Right? The crazy COVID people, the ones that were out in their yards doing Cobra Kai moves to try to beat the virus. And I'm like, well, my friend's mom, she had cancer. She was dealing with stuff like that. And he's like, screw her. I had COVID. Okay? You don't even know how this feels. This wasn't, this is a weapon. I defeated a weapon, okay? They act like they defeated the Chinese government. Like, you can't even have a calm, rational conversation with these people. It's impossible. Like, you can't even say that people get sick and die from worse diseases than this. Not saying that this isn't, you know, that COVID wasn't deadly for some people, but... Was it as deadly as cancer or Ebola or anything like that? No, it wasn't. It was like cancer all of a sudden just went away whenever COVID hit. Like, what about AIDS with people with, like, marks all over their body? 
What about Ebola? Right? People are going to, like, Africa, and there's there's people laying on the side of the road, like lepers, people bleeding out of their eyes, and they're like, you don't know about COVID. I couldn't taste my hot dog. Right? You don't know about COVID. COVID's a bioweapon. Ebola is just one of those cute diseases that comes from nature. It's not a weapon. I'd be a bioweapon. Right? So it just gets a little frustrating just having to talk to these people. I'm not saying that your struggles aren't valid, but can you at least have some perspective, please, for once in your freaking life? Right? We all know how bad COVID is. We all know how bad it screws people up. My dad, for example, got it. He was it pretty much immobile for two weeks. Fatigue. He had tightness of the chest, too. He got the Omicron variant, so it wasn't as bad. But he still couldn't go anywhere. It was supposed to be mild symptoms for Omicron. He was still out for two weeks. All right, we know how bad it can. We know how bad it can screw people up. I understand all of that. Okay. I don't know how I haven't had it. I really don't. They say people with that do or have different things. I'm not trying to bring any of that stuff there. I'm not trying to peddle junk science on the show. But uh, I will listen to Joe Rogan every now and then. He'll say, you know what cures coronavirus? A uh, horse dewormer and koi pond cleaner. And I always say to myself, I don't know if that's exactly true, but I'll listen to him because he actually has doctors on his show, and he's in better shape than I am. So something's got to be working, right? right? That's how dumb I am. I listen to Joe Rogan for my medical advice, all right? But I still respect Joe, so. Now, yeah, I'm not saying I'm superhuman because I haven't gotten it, but I look at these people, and anytime you bring up any other struggle in the world, like you bring up someone with ALS, ALS, where you actually dissolve from the inside out and pretty much become immobile within two years again, and they're like, no, still no, not a bioweapon. They say, you don't get it. This was made in a lab, and I just beat it. I just beat the Chinese government, okay? Right? These people just become insufferable because they start looking down on people that haven't gotten the virus, and then they just pound it into your brain that they just went through this traumatic event in their life, and they look down on people that didn't beat a Chinese bioweapon. I'm talking about the people that got it and then survived. It wasn't that hard to survive. If you're over the age of 65, if you're under the age of 65 and you don't have diabetes, you had a pretty good shot at making out of this one alive. And some of them are like, yeah, China tried to take Hong Kong with this bioweapon, and I beat it. Look how tough I am. Yeah, but my friend's mother has brain cancer. She doesn't know. going through chemo for years. She can't even see out of one eye. <laughs> she has no idea how big of a deal this is. <laughs> okay, but how about... I'll just keep throwing out diseases and see how we go. How about leprosy? Let's look up the disease... the symptoms for leprosy. Hold on. Let me pull up leprosy. Ah, a chronic... Here we go. Leprosy is a long-term infection by the bacteria Microbacterium leprae. 
Infection can lead to damage of the nerves, respiratory tract, skin, and eyes. This nerve damage may result in a lack of ability to feel pain, which can lead to loss of parts of person's extremities from repeated injuries or infections through unnoticed wounds. So, yeah, I think it's safe to say I would rather have COVID than leprosy. All right? You still don't know. Leprosy. I'm losing my I'm losing my arms as we speak. Stop. Stop. I had COVID. Okay? I don't want to hear about your hemorrhagic fever, your Ebola. Right? Was leprosy made in the lab? No, it wasn't. COVID was. Therefore I'm tougher than you. Right? It just annoys me to go over this. It just annoys me to no end. Let's see where we're at on time. Okay. Well, I hate to leave most of you in a pissed-off mood, but uh, that's all the time we have for today's episode. Uh, anyone that would like to send their uh, questions, comments, rude remarks, hate mail, remember to send them to the mydumbthoughts01 at gmail.com email account. This has been the My Dumb Thoughts Podcast. I have been your host, Noah Mooneyham, and I hope to see you back here if I didn't piss you off bad enough. <laughs>